All right, all right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Off the Back Fence, a weekly podcast for about sport. Yeah, we haven't done it for a couple of weeks. Been busy. A few things have been happening. Uh, today is Wednesday, 30th of March. Uh, Coombsy, it's starting to get cooler, mate. I'm not enjoying it. Oh, what are you talking about cooler? You are not even bloody, um, not even a, you're a warm temperature. I'm still going to work in it. I'd say that I wore a jumper this morning and I did, like, I went surfing on the weekend and it said it was 12 degrees out, so I got the whole winter wetsuit out and five minutes in, I was regretting. I was hot. I was, I was sweating inside a wetsuit. <laughs> no, no, I say that now because we've had a little bit of cooler weather up here on the lovely Sunshine Coast. However, still muggy, still cloudy, but it is cooler in the evenings. I don't say I don't like it, but I do actually enjoy the cool weather currently due to a few personal things that have been happening too bloody hot for my skin apparently i'm just turned into an absolute beetroot but we're back for another week uh yeah today is wednesday the 30th of march about to head into april which is obviously birthday month i'm very excited as i turn uh big 33 this upcoming sunday um but yeah we've had a few weeks off i think the last time we recorded obviously the untimely death of the late great shane keith warren happened so we we touched on that uh, i think we also touched on round one of the nrl so we've got a few things to cover off before then but yeah let's let's just jump right into it. a few things have happened in those past couple of weeks obviously uh probably the biggest news of the last two or three weeks has been uh the sudden retirement of ash buddy from professional tennis um came as a bit of a shock yeah it came as a shock but like it's something like is very admirable she he walked away when she wanted to not many professional athletes get the chance to walk away um on their terms and she believes she at, at such a young age i think she wants a new challenge in life there's a joke that she'll probably play aflw tiger woods says she's got the most pure golf swing of a female he's ever seen yeah. So no, I, I, there's a lot of well, avenues. Definitely, she's quite the talented sportsman. Obviously, bef- after before tennis, or actually tennis, then she switched to the BBL. WBBL with with the Brisbane Heat. She's gone back to tennis. Obviously, she's achieved a lot within the with her second stint in tennis. Three Could Grand Slams, number Tigers one AFLW. Maybe that fan. could be. be <laughs> I was it a twenty-four million? Was it twenty-four point three million in earnings? Like that's not too bad for a twenty-five-year-old from Ipswich who's just taken two, and who was a very, very humble champion too. She was a fantastic ambassador for Australia tennis, not, and also Australia for that matter for a lot of youth. Um, created a very good connection between the older generation of tennis players that came up through the ranks. Obviously, Yvonne Gulagon Cooley uh, comes to mind. Um, but yeah, all of a sudden we don't have our number one tennis player anymore. So um, we wish Ash all the best in her retirement. Um, but yeah, it's such a shock. I think that was the biggest thing. That was it was mid last week, wasn't it? Yeah, the last Wednesday. Yeah, it just came out from out of the clouds too. Like there wasn't any. Yeah, there was just no. no and sort of unexpected too, especially with obviously her age and what she can achieve in this sport. Um, but everybody's favourite uh, person that ruined State of Origin and ruined Rugby League, Paul Gallen, actually come out and said maybe it is like it is a blueprint for maybe some of the younger Rugby League players who have obviously copped some knocks in their career early and really have to think about their uh, futures. Yeah, 
mate, that's comparing apples to oranges with that idiot. Maybe he needs mm. to prepare his future before he becomes punch drunk. Yeah, well, he... Oh, we didn't, we didn't mention this in the preamble before show also, but we will touch on that. Um, but yeah, so no more um, no more Ash Barty in the tennis world. We're looking forward to seeing. I genuinely think she could take the LPGA by storm. I reckon she, like you said, Tiger Woods has given her a pretty, like, choice words about her yeah. swing i think she i think she won a queensland amateurs in her off time i think it was during corona um during yeah, i think the during pandemic, back in, virus, yeah, pandemic i think she won the queensland amateurs of all things which is unbelievable but just goes to show the like the type of athlete she is um speaking of punch trunk obviously we had the uh turf war was that last week sunny bill wounds versus barry hall another sham of oh, a boxing mate that, that you cannot be a professional boxer in a heavyweight to be in fact in your mid 40s no it's who like a license to box is a joke i'm i'm the amount of times i've seen sunnyville fight like i think the biggest one was obviously the fraud against that old south african heavyweight where i think initially it said there was going to be 12 rounds but then it ended at the 10th round because old mate had weathered the storm from sunny bill and he was starting to really knock him around yeah. they got it they won it he won it on points and that's made me very very wary on any type of like crossover for football i know obviously they do the nrl boxing which is fine because it's nrl versus nrl they're usually younger blokes who are looking for something in the off season but yeah, a bit of a stitch up. I think it was that Barry Hall went down in the first round. It was as as much as Billy versus bloody Jose Consenco and Rough and Rowdy last year. <laughs> like they were, like he he took a dough for half a million dollars. Like that's just ridiculous. Yeah. But moving on from that, we actually do have some positive boxing news to report on. Obviously, Tim Zoo getting the win on the weekend over. I think it was Jesse Goldsman or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Get- thing goes to 21 and oh um yeah very big news um coming out and his brother nikita also had a win a couple of weeks ago so those two families um cooking the the legacy continues on obviously with costa's sons uh yeah tim obviously the highlights him getting knocked down the first round but then just coming back and weathering the storm winning on points like it's massive he also said after fight like you conquer the US, you conquer the world. Like this is his next stepping stone. Like he did everything he needed to do in Australia. He's moved to the states. He's got his first win under his belt, and he's about to go again. Mm. So it'd be very, very interesting. Um, but yeah, big, big win for Australian boxing for the time being. Um, no, we'll just quickly. We'll obviously touched on Warnie's death uh, last pod, but obviously his memorial is t- uh, today, uh, Wednesday. You've got tickets to it. Yeah, um, you're still arming. You're arming an army about going obviously with the COVID. Not sound selfish, but I got my bucks in ten days, and I don't really want to be pulling a net, pulling a positive test come Friday morning. Because if so, God, I would not want to be anyone in Victoria dealing with me. Um, come next Friday. Yeah, I. <laughs> I, I can definitely understand the sentiment. It's going to be live streamed anyway on ABC yeah. Grandstand at, at 7 p.m. Um, um, KO, everyone. Downson. KO, very, very good. So if you are listening to this this morning or during the day, make sure you tune in. Obviously, it's going to be quite wonderful. The private um, funeral has happened. So it, it would be very, very good to actually see um, the, I suppose, the tributes to Warney. Um, yeah, it still hasn't hit me yet, hey? Oh, it's sunk in now like you know you're not going to hear him with the voice of cricket anymore 
Yeah, exactly right. It's it's tough. And I feel I feel that was also the same with obviously the passing of Taylor Hawkins on Sunday from the Foo oh, Fighters. Like that's that that's hit me an, hard. Yeah, that was another one that like it's starting to like we're getting to that age now where deaths of people that we do not know are still affecting us in quite some ways. I just yeah, it's just it's very very strange, but um, yeah, warning memorial tomorrow. Obviously, if you are listening to this today, uh, make sure you tune in tonight. If you're not got any plans, um, it'll be a fantastic affair. Uh, AFL is flying. Are, are the Lions winning? The Lions are two and zero, boys. Looking good. Beautiful. Good win over Port Very. on um, first round. Good win over Essendon last week at Marvel and just slowly building. Very. That's that's fantastic to hear. Uh. Right. Do we talk? Is there anything else? Oh, we could talk about the ponies. Which ones? The Broncos from last week. Uh, well, well, no, I think we can leave that. We'll, we'll put that into the news, obviously. But rightio, let's just stick. Let's get right into the NRL news. Obviously, we have missed a couple of rounds. Um, uh, update: the multi for the pot is zero and three. We haven't oh, won no, anything we won, as of yet. But so. I accidentally gambled all the money. You didn't tell me that. No, okay. Right, so we're still, we're still, we're all in three. Yeah, so we won, we won one on the first game of the AFL season. And then I decided to think, hey, I know a bit about college basketball here. And I decided to reinvest $100 in over five different multis. Think we were going to win that $1,000. <laughs> is, this, is this sort of t- similar to what you just told me before we started recording that you put a lot of money on St. Peter's to win the NCAA? Yeah, 100%. You're an idiot, mate. The Peacocks won't go on past the Elite Eight. Anyway, hell of a Cinderella story, that. Uh, but the NRL, obviously, a few things have happened. Um, we've got two teams with both zeros in their records. Only one is 3-0, and which is the Penrith Panthers, which have done it without Nathan Cleary, who is returning this week. Uh, the other team that has an Owen is the Owen 3 West Tigers, who have been absolutely dismal. Oh, mate. Um, a bit, bit of a mixed bag. You know, who's wor- you know who I reckon is actually worse? What's up? Manly. Well, I, they got the win, obviously, on Sunday night against the Doggies, but that is the Doggies. Um, the other t- the other 14 teams, very mixed bag so far, obviously. A lot of two and ones, one and twos currently. Um, pretty much anything that I sort of expected, uh, besides the Rabbitohs, to be fair, the Rabbitohs are one and two. Um, Knights are two and one. Broncos are two and ones. The surprise packer for me... North Queensland Cowboys. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to say I may have called this last year, so I'm a year late, but the Cowboys had the fundamentals to be a very good team all along. We may have mocked the signing of Chad Townsend to the Cowboys, but so far after three games, it has somewhat paid dividends. Obviously, the first match, they weren't that good. They didn't really get firing against a dogs team that did beat them 6-4. And it was a bad weather. It was bad weather up in North Queensland, which is surprising. But then, obviously, a comfortable win over the Raiders and then a very comfortable win over our boys on Sunday. Right. I was there live. It was not fun. Their Ford pack um, did what? Played, they our played, Ford pack usually does. Yeah, but they, no, they played very equal. Like, there were, like as I said, Hass and Carrigan are becoming very – doing a lot of gallon ball at the moment. Yeah, it is very true. Like I think that they're taking it on themselves a lot now. I think Kevy hasn't got our forward pack right at the moment. 
like the pieces are there. We've got we've got cattle coming back this week, which will go through the four games. Um, but yeah, Sunday was really tough to watch. Obviously, Cowboys like credit to Chad Towns, and he's been such a positive influence on Tom Dearden, who had the revenge game of his life right, against us on Sunday. Games out there. Well, we got the we got the win over Tavita. I don't care about that. If he had beaten us, I would have been really, really annoyed. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's been it, it's been a solid first three rounds of the comp. Like there hasn't like obviously there's been big scores, but they've been somewhat competitive until the very last moment. My surprise, um, the, my surprise so far has been how well Valentine Holmes has gone played center. I think that I think he is very very versatile in that sense. I think putting the hammer at the back has been great. Peyton still hasn't figured out Tamalolo, but even so, he was so effective on Sunday. Um, it's good to see. Um, yeah, the Seagulls, obviously, it was always going to be interesting to see how they go, obviously, with the rule changes re- sort of reverting back to what they were pre-2020. Tom Travojevic, obviously, isn't running over desperate blokes who are just, just tired. Yeah. Turbo ball. So um, that's... Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, other than that... The deal is you put a prop next to him. You mark him with a prop. Mm, you're not wrong. But, yeah, first three rounds has been fantastic. I've actually caught up on a lot of football, which I've really enjoyed did, so did, far. I've got a free weekend of all games. Uninterrupted. Because mm. my partner very, had very. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's getting COVID. So, shall we move into round four? Yeah. All right. Round four of the Telstra Premiership does kick off Thursday evening. However, we will not be talking about the Thursday night game that because of how bad it is. The time it is aren't really even that good. No. Um, yeah, we didn't even mention how they got fucking trounced 22 nil. Um, having a 22 nil lead and then getting beaten 24 22 by the Raiders. So. We're going to gloss over the Thursday night game, which is on the Gold Coast. We're going to move straight into our first pick of the four games, which is on Friday evening at Bluebet Stadium in Penrith out of Panthers. Uh, you've got the Penrith Panthers versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs on April Fool's Day. We've got a line of 7.5 for the Panthers as the favourite with an over-under of 38.5 points. Um, probably the biggest news of this game is that Nathan Cleary will be making his return to the field after off-season shoulder surgery. Uh, that is, So he makes... Uh, who is it? Sean O'Sullivan makes way for Cleary. Uh, looks as if Scott Sorensen's into the 17 for Chris Smith, who was badly concussed. Of, yeah. Uh, we'll touch on that after the games too because that got decided as we're speaking. Uh, that's probably the biggest. Uh, yeah, Sorensen goes into the starting 17 for Chris Smith and then Lindsay Smith comes onto the bench. For South, after a very, very uh, good win last week against the Chooks, they remain unchanged. Who have you got in this, mate? I've got South Sydney. You got South and the, seven plus? Nope, on the nose. Money line. Yeah. Money line and what do you got? Anything else? Over under? I'm the over. You're going to go the over on that. 
I still think Penrith are going to be way too I good. I refuse to tip Penrith. We all know this. <laughs> I, I know. I'm going to go. Uh, uh, I know. We know where you stand with that. I'm also going to go the under on this one. Last week sort of broke the shackles on the over as to coming out, but I'm going to go under of 38 and a half. I think it's going to be quite tight. I know Panthers can probably put on the points there, but I'm going to go the under. So South Money Line and the over for yourself. We move to first game Saturday afternoon. You've got the New Zealand slash Moreton Bay Warriors versus the Brisbane Broncos, uh, Moreton Daly Stadium or Dolphins, as that's well known. Oh, what have we got for a market for that? Broncos will win everything. Broncos will win everything. So Broncos are actually slight favourites at three and a half points, and we've got an over-under of 42 and a half points. A uh, bit of team news. Obviously, there's a few ins and outs. Sean uh, Johnson's been named on the extended bench for the Warriors, so it looks Broncos like he might be really coming back very, under. very soon. The only difference is Keenan Palacea is out. No, he's not. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Sean Johnson coming back. Murchie's been promoted to the 17. Sirenin ruled out. Uh, Alicia Katoa is named to play despite uh, suffering an eye injury. Kaywell has a calf problem. Has been listed amongst the reserves. He's not in the starting side. Flegler returns from suspension for us and moving to the interchange bench. Oh. Ricky is still named. Ricky is still named despite suffering rib cartilage, which was reported as three to five weeks. So that might be a game time decision. Um, based on the actual team list for the for the game, you've got. You've got Palliasir into the second row for Cape. Cape well, you've got Ryan James moving on to the bench, uh, moving on to Ryan the starting James side. So, quite so that, a handy pickup. He has been. I did sort of expect a little bit more from him currently, but I'm also expecting a lot more out of Cape Well too. Um, defensively, Capewell he's been rock solid. Obviously, balls to do any runs. He's basically marshaling the defensive line on the left hand edge. The the issue with that for me though is. Herbie's been looking for the ball. Herbie's been our best player for the first three rounds, hands oh, yeah. down. He's been fantastic. And he's unlocked Oates um, as well. Yes, exactly. He's a completely different figure to Oates, which is which is what we need. If What I've said too is that we need to find a way to re-sign him because he will go to the Dolphins. And I don't know if it's back. a case of... I think if Tessie is going in the same direction it has been for the first three weeks, I think Herbie could be making a move to fall back in maybe three to four weeks. I just think positionally wise, Tessie hasn't been there. He had an absolute shocker. Like the Cowboys just peppered him on Sunday with bombs. He was not up for the task. It was the same for Selwyn Cobo. Uh, Cobo had one of the all-time mares, but he is a young bloke, so I give him the benefit of the doubt, which is fine. Who are you going on this one, mate? I'm going the Broncos with the three and a half point hit. Um, head cut, handicap. Yep, handicap. And yep. I'm taking the over. And taking the over in this one also, which is 30, 42 and a half. It's 38 and a half, the other one. I'm going to go Broncos also. I'm going to follow you on this one. I'm probably going to go the over also. I think three and a half is a nice little nice little bump, which is, which is what we're chasing. Now, Late game Saturday. Actually, probably going to be game of the round compared to... Oh, actually, no, to take that back, the Roosters haven't been that good. So it's up at uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium in towns with North Queensland Cowboys versus the Sydney City Roosters. Starts at 7.30 our time, 6.30 down south. You've got a line of the Sydney Roosters as favours at 6.5 and, and an over-under of 40.5 points. 
team news. Peyton hasn't changed his side, even though Cohen has uh, hurt his shoulder. Uh, and it looks like Daniel Saluka Fafita coming into the bench in place for Fletcher Baker. Trent Robinson actually might miss the trip due to COVID. So no, he will. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm so, going to take the Cowboys. They're hot. The hot. I don't. Hot. You know what? I I'm with you on that one because six and a half is a nice little bump to start off yeah. with. Over under. Might take the under surprisingly here, Cotton. Under. Mm. Yeah, right you are, Pep. Now that I th- I'm not too I'm surprisingly I'm probably going to go with you on this one too. I the Cowboys actually not good. actually defensively they were sound on Sunday. Like Broncos made stupid mistakes. They didn't have the ball. Mm. They had no attacking sets down in their second half. No, nah, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to go the over over forty and a half. So I think that's. I think there's points in this game. That's 20 points aside. Like the Cowboys put on 38 quite easily to a pretty piss poor Broncos side. And even Roosters last week against South gave up a fair few points. So we'll see what happens. Final game of the round. Bit of a surprising one for us, but I don't think there's too many other games no. that we can really go for. Sunday afternoon, 3rd of April, my birthday, your baby boy's turning 33, Melbourne Storm versus the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs at Amy Park in Melbourne. We have got a line of 13 and a half for Melbourne as a favourite. That is showing no respect to the Bulldogs. And you've got an over-under of 40 and a half. Uh Big ins for the Storm. You've got Xavier Coates and Harry Grant, who is back from his COVID stint. Brandon Smith reverting to the bench. Nick Meany and Chris Lewis are dropping to the reserves. The Dogs have lost Jack Hetherington, which is probably a good thing because he is a nutcase. So he's out with a shoulder injury for the rest of the year. Corey Waddell's onto the official run-on side. Luke Thompson's back to prop. Uh, Max King has been named despite going off early with, to manage a niggle. <clears throat> Is it silly to say I don't give? I don't think Melbourne have got the thirteen and a half to beat the Dogs. No, I don't think the Bulldogs look garbage still. I, I'm going to say it. Like, yes, they have played. They kept uh, Manly in the ga- kept in the game with Manly on Sunday, but Manly a fucking hot mess right now. Yeah, Manly were very lucky to get that win. I listened to it on the drive back from Brisbane after the game on Sunday. I was listening on Triple M and. It, that second half, like I was expecting a few more points, and it was like I was listening to white noise. There was just nothing happening. It, um, it was garbage. So, are we? Am I giving you what I think are giving you over and the points? You're gonna go over in the points for Melbourne because yeah. Melbourne get Grant back, so they'll be very much boosted. Um, Monsters playing out of his skin at the moment. Also, Monster's going to be quite slicky at a haircut today. Yeah, no, I so. reckon he should have kept that mul- the mulet for a bit. Now, I'm going to go against you because e- even with Melbourne against Parramatta, like that was that was a fantastic game on Saturday, the mid-game on Raystone. Yeah, I was watching it on the walk to fly facilities. I had to walk past the ground as well. Yeah. Like, it was... 
It was pretty. It was a fantastic game, and RIP to Rick, uh, Rick Stone, Ray Stone's ACL, uh, Dolphins' second signing. Um, obviously, he had a blinder, two tries, doubled his tie try, try total for the, his career. But he'll be off to the Dolphins, so he's out for the rest of the year, which is unfortunate. But I am going to go the Bulldogs, thirteen and a half points, and the over. I think the dogs can keep it close. I just don't think Melbourne have been clicking. Obviously, with Harry Grant coming back, Coates coming back, it's fantastic. But I honestly think the Bulldogs could turn. Um, they had Wakeham at the seven. I think I think Barrett gives Wakeham another chance. But I, st- I still I'm think gonna Flanagan's say it. I think, the one who unlocked Burton. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Flanagan's the same. I think there's just uh, there's a lot of talent in Flanagan. Uh, it feels weird to say, obviously, because he hasn't shown it being in a system like the Chooks and the Sharks. But I think with a six, it's Matt Burton, Burton, who's been fantastic his first three rounds. He's been a little bit quiet, but he's got a fucking I think boot on him. He does. He's got some fantastic bombs on him, which is really good to see. Um, and like the forward pack for the dogs is isn't too bad. Like they've got Luke Thompson and Vaughn up front, Waddell Pangai in the second row with Josh Jackson, who's just a pedestrian at best sometimes. So yeah, I'm gonna give the do- I'm gonna give the dogs the benefit of the doubt here. Thirteen and a half start and the over of forty and a half. Now, multi has not been uh, hitting. Obviously, I missed out. I think first week. I think two of my tips got voided. I think, yeah, Brandon Smith actually got voided because of a broken hand. So what I've concocted, and I'm going to do this, so the four games. I'm going to do this live while we record. I've got a wheel of names, 14 entries. Basically, I've got money line, home and away, lone underdog, favorite, the over on the points, the under on the points, and the first four in any time try scorers. I'm going to spin the wheel four times and whatever it lands on, that what corresponds to the game we've gone with this week. So for the $20 multi for the pod for what? The box at the cricket? Is that the what we're doing? The box at the cricket or if the Broncos get the grand final tickets. You, you, you'll be going by yourself. What? We've discussed this. Well, the Broncos, grand final. On, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be on night shift. I'll take. I'll and also, I'm going. I'll be. I'll be going away the next weekend anyway in Sydney. So there's no chance of me doing it. Anyway, so first game of the first game of the multi is obviously uh, Penrith South. Wheel has been spun. Alrighty, so it looks as if it's going to be the fourth player, anytime try scorer market, and. Cody Walker at $3.50. Second game, Broncos-Warriors. It's taking its time. This is really fantastic radio. And it's the under on the points. So under... What was it? 38.5? No, 42.5. So under... Move on to the Cowboys Roosters game. First try scorer, the away side. And that's going to be Daniel Tupo. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one to have. A nice little g- gimme there, hopefully. And the last spin for the Storm versus the Bulldogs is going to be. 
First try scorer for the away team, who is Josh Ado Carr. <laughs> Four leg multi is not too bad, Koozie. I think this is going to work for us. So we've got Cody Walker at three fifty going into the under for the Broncos Warriors at a dollar ninety. Daniel Tupo a dollar sixty two into Ado Carr two forty. Fancy a wager on how much that four leg multi is? Fifteen dollars. Ten dollars. That was twenty five dollars. Twenty twenty five dollars eighty five. Thirty dollars fifty boosted. So for twenty dollars, I think we'll boost it this round. Six hundred and eleven dollars. So that might good as a good start for the kitty. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, not it's not too bad of a shout for Josh Ado Carr also being a, um, a return game for the Storm at home. So he might he'll definitely want to perform. He's been very very sloppy the first couple of weeks, but because he's not getting the ball, that's what happens. You can't be a million dollar winger if you don't have. No, you really, really, really can't. He wants so to be a fullback. I, I don't mind this multi of chaos, to be fair, because Cody Walker did score against Penrith in the grand final. He'll probably want to, and obviously want to make up for that intercept too. He's playing in a shadow of himself at the moment. Oh, that he's that, missing. That he's, intercept's hurting. He's definitely missing the um, the Adam Reynolds factor of the control of the game. Obviously, Lachlan Elias is doing a fantastic job in his fourth or fifth game, but yeah, it is it is tough. Um, I don't mind the under in the Broncos Warriors too. I was sort of leaning towards that. I actually picked that. Oh no, I picked that in mine. You're, you're, we're both going the over on that, so that might ruin us. But yeah, I don't mind that at all. Uh, what else? Obviously, the other news we haven't really touched on is that disgraceful high elbow from uh, Mitch Barnett in the South Newcastle game. That's, a, that's uh, as great we, reserve grade. You can't run without a head there. Yeah. It's come obviously the judiciary's come back. He got referred straight to the judiciary. There's no loading or anything like that this year. They've scrapped that completely. But um, obviously, instant send off. Old mate Chris Smith. I think he went off with a HIA. Never came back. Did apologise, but unprovoked. High use of the elbow to the head. It, it would have like, been. A, I would have defended him if he hit Jerome Luai. <laughs> I'm not defending anything. It was stupid. It d- definitely wasn't warranted. Um, so, obviously, while we're recording, the judiciary has handed down his punishment. Uh, NRL wanted to give him eight. His lawyer wanted four, so they compromised and gave him six weeks. So, he'll be back for Magic Round by the look of it. So, that's the first game of the round. So, hopefully, he'll get booted out of the stadium by every person and his dog at Magic Round. But who knows? It, like... People say it's not his go, which is bullshit. Um, I think he, he said some sort of remark to Tyrone Peachy too, like a, a very racist remark. So he's already got form. Um, and obviously this shot, is, it was just so unwarranted. Chris Smith had run through and he is just... He said he didn't so mean to do moment. it, rah, rah, rah. Absolute horseshit. We all do those stupid things, but we don't... Yeah. We ne- we're like, yeah, there's never a thought of actually going out for an intentional hurting. I don't know if you did, but I never did, probably because I wasn't that I big of a human line, being I to... I will say I've gone out to line someone up, but that, like, I've, li- I've made sure he had the ball. It wasn't off the ball. It was, like... Oh, definitely. Like, if, if, if the circuit... Like, if you obviously are playing and you notice a player that you really want to make your mark on, whether it's something that's happened off the field... Oh, they talk shit about you. Was a fucking pain in the ass in our rep team. No one liked him. 
(laughs) 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 That's the reason why. It wasn't anything else other than that. Yeah. No, I... I, I've ne- I ne- I've never had that with football. I've never like made rep side. Like, I've made one rep side, but like there was never anything to do with going out and intentionally hurting someone. More, mine was always the case. If I was able to make a play where I could sort of jam in on someone, I would tr- sort of do it. I was very lucky to do it on certain occasions. There was, I think, one bloke when I played in Southport against Chugan. He was just mouthing off the whole game for no apparent reason. Jammed him, didn't get up. I was like not like. It was a fantastic shot for myself. Like it rattled me. I had to get taken off. I thought I'd had a head knock. It was that good. But yeah, never had the intention of going out to hurt or inflict pain. In a sense, it's more the case of just making sure the job is done. But yeah, Mitch Barnett, six weeks anyway, so you won't see him until Magic Round. Probably good riddance. He probably deserves a bit more, but yeah. is what it is. Um. Other football news, uh, Billy Slater named his assistant, so he's getting the old guard back from the the dynasty. I rate it very highly. So the news came out earlier t- on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday morning. Um, obviously, Slater's the head coach, but he's brought on assistants of Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, and Josh Hannay. Uh, all series winners from different areas. Obviously, Hannay was the start of it in 06. Um, humble brag, he is a somewhat of a distant cousin of mine, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, but yeah, getting the goat and Jonathan Thurston into the coaching, I think that's going to bring. And I think Cooper Cronk's actually going to come in as well as a bit of a half consult. That's what it was, the rumor was earlier this year. Interesting, which would be very interesting, obviously, with the dynamic between Smith and Cronk. Obviously, they've said there's nothing there, which is fine, but. I think just beating believe New what South, you believe. I think beating New South Wales brings that it back, brings them back together. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I don't, I, I don't believe how much of that rumor of Cron coming back means much because obviously our halfback is De- Daily Cherry Evans. Um, you're not going to tell him anything anyway, but I think he may be on his last legs. He hasn't been good so far this season. No. I'd probably be giving the half spot to someone else. Um, Munster's six is his to lose. Um, but we've got a little bit of talent coming through. Obviously, the big the big one over the weekend was Jam Ryan and Nanai from the Cowboys scoring a hat trick. Like he was just in everything, so that's always nice to know. That's something up our sleeves. Um, but yeah, good to see the old guard back from the dynasty into the coaching ranks. It'll be very. I'm interested to see how Slater goes in his first real coaching stint as a rep player. So. Um, nothing really else to report on. The Dolphins are getting a documentary series on Stan, so they'll be following uh, Wayne Bennett around for a bit. A bit of hard knocks. Uh, yeah, a bit of hard knocks. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, don't think there's too much else in the NRL world no. that we've touched and missed on. Um, good, good that footy's back. Um, yeah. I suppose that, other than that, I think the only other news we can touch on is uh, Will Smith slapped the shit out of uh, Chris Rock. Oh, did he what? Yeah. It's fake or real? Uh, I don't know. From certain angles, it may look like Rock was bracing for a slap, which meant it could have been something. No, I had reckon beef, which was when squash. he got slapped, he, you can see his hands jolted and stuff. Oh, and well, after the slap and after he yelled at him, he he lost his train of yeah. thought. Like there was no, the words were all jumbled. He couldn't get to the next sentence, and f- so yeah, it could definitely be real. Obviously, Will Smith came up later, thirty minutes, and uh, accepted his best actors award. 
apparently now he's getting investigated by the Academy for his conduct, which could lead to him getting actually stripped of the award, which would be something else. Uh, but yeah, some it was quite the, yeah quite the awards, and I think Coda won best best picture, which was obviously a big win for the Deaf Society, which is good. Um, not too sure who any other win. Like that was the biggest talking point out of that. So. But yeah, other than that, MCN, NC, the NCAA uh, Final Four has been made yeah, up. Yeah, we've got WrestleMania um, this weekend, Stone Cold back. Stone Cold is back. That is, I would love to watch it. I just doubt I'm going to get a chance to watch it, oh, which is a shame. I've got to figure out a way to watch it. If I have to watch it at work, I'll watch it at work. Well, it is on Sunday, not on Saturday. Ooh, even better. Yeah, so it's a Saturday WrestleMania this year, so we get it on Sunday, which is quite nice. Yeah, not much else sports going on. I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Obviously, we're going to wrap it up. Coombsy has to get to his uh, fiance who's dealing with COVID, who's a bit, a bit of lovesick at the moment. So, Jess, if you're listening, hope you're feeling better, mate. Uh, yeah, thanks again for listening, guys. Back next week, what do you we'll reckon? Back next week, we'll definitely make time next week. I'm about. To I'll be back. I'll about to give you the bet of the week. Right, leave that as the sign off because I've got to. I'll finish off with that. Um, chaos, the the multi of chaos will be back next week. I've still got next round too. You don't you don't tip again until round six. Ooh. The bet, <laughs> the bet is I'm sticking clear of Liverpool, so I don't want to jinx them at the moment. No, it is on tomorrow morning. Oh, oh, shit! Player awards. MVP of the um, NHL, Austin Matthews. I did see today that he is now tied with, I think it's Leon Dreisaitl. points. Yeah, no, for goals, 48. Yeah. So that keep it, keep your eye on that, definitely. But yeah, that's for the Rocket Richard, isn't no, it? Most goals in a season. Most goals in a season, Rocket Richard. Um, the Hart Memorial Trophy is the um, most MVP. points. That's the MVP. Is that most points or just MVP? Um, MVP. MVP, right. Right, perfect. Right. That'll wrap us up for Off the Back Fence this week, guys. We will be back next week. We'll set a time up. We'll go through the chaos, uh, the multi of chaos as per usual. We'll pick up four games. Uh, until then, enjoy your footy. Uh, enjoy your weekends. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.